Section 130 of Fables of Aesop and Others. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Fables of Aesop and Others by Aesop. The Lion and the Mouse. A lion, having laid down to take his repose under the spreading boughs of a shady tree, a company of mice scampered over his back and waked him, upon which, starting up, he clapped his paw upon one of them, and was just going to put it to death when the little suppliant implored his mercy, begging him not to stain his noble character with the blood of so small and insignificant a creature. The lion, touched with compassion, instantly released his little trembling captive. Not long after, traversing the forest in search of his prey, he chanced to run into the toils of the hunters, and not being able to disengage himself, he set up a loud roar. The mouse, hearing the voice, and knowing it to be the lion's, immediately repaired to the place, and bade him fear nothing, for that he was his friend. Instantly he fell to work, and with his little sharp teeth gnawed asunder the knots and fastenings of the toils, and set the royal brute at liberty. Application They who generously shower benefits on their fellow creatures seldom fail of inspiring the great bulk of them with a benevolent regard for their benefactors, and often receive returns of kindness which they never expected. Mercy is of all other virtues the most likely to kindle gratitude in those to whom it is extended and it is difficult to find an instance of a conqueror who ever had occasion to repent of his humanity and clemency. The fable gives us to understand that there is no person in the world so little, but even the greatest may, at some time or other, stand in need of his assistance. And consequently, it is good to show favor when there is room for it, towards those who fall into our power." as the lowest people in life may, upon occasion, be able either to serve or hurt us, it is as much our interest as our duty to behave with good nature and lenity towards all with whom we have any intercourse. A great soul is never so much delighted as when an opportunity offers of making a return for favors received, and a sensible man, however exalted his station, will never consider himself secure from the necessity of accepting a service from the poorest. End of section 130